Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here and Dave in a brand new episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast. Say hello, Dave. Hey, how's it going? How are we doing, Dave? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Yeah, you know, strong heart, strong mind. <laughs> Wonder why you said that. Yeah. What is today about? Well, to be honest, it's a bit of a... Um, as we all know, it's been a bit of a crazy year, but it's actually been a bit of an interesting year for us because it was about a year ago, just over a year ago, that we yeah. did our first summit of Kilimanjaro with that fine body of men and women that we took with us. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we wanted to sort of look back on that and see, yeah. well, actually, what benefits did we get from Kili? What lessons did we learn from doing Kili for the first time? Because the first time is always going to be the most profound. We went with a group of guys. It was all their first time yeah. as well. And um, yeah, we recorded a super popular podcast back then and we wanted to kind of look back on it and shed some light in, uh, you know, based on everything that's gone on since then. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Climbing Kilimanjaro Revisited. Yes. It's certainly been an interesting year. Um, <laughs> it's ironic, isn't it? That the It's just over a year ago that we came back from Kili. Yeah. And it's just almost a year since we went into lockdown. I know. And, um, <laughs> you know, if you're listening to this, you, you probably know where we're coming from in, in, in terms of, oh my God, especially if you're in the UK, you're listening uh, to this in the UK, that it's, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy year. But look, you know, we're coming out of this now. We we can see light at the end of the tunnel. And we thought we're talking about um, Killy today. Uh, it's been a year. We thought, let's revisit it. Uh, let's listen to, to some of the uh, recordings we did on the mountain because we got quite a few. If you, yeah. if you listen to the climbing podcast that we did on Killy um, almost a year ago now, then you you know, you might remember some of the, the bits, you know, the uh, getting out of breath, maybe top, top of Barranco wall, even um, oh, swearing was... on the summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, so, yeah, so the, the, I, think you, I think you can get away with one swear word. And then, is that what Apple allows? Uh, well, no. I, I think generally, you know, in movies, for instance, you know, you can say one swear word, any more than one, or if there's it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. It, and you get the rating. So I think we're good to go. <laughs> good man. Well, look. Um, before we we do get into to the episode, I mean, if you are thinking of climbing Killy, um, you know, and do download our super useful walkthrough. Uh, it's a comprehensive guide. It does give you the sort of day by day walkthrough videos as well. Um, so yeah, it, it, we'll, we'll put this in the show notes, but if you're listening to this, if you just type in bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Evertrek Killy guide, you'll be able to, um, enter your information, download the guide. It's all automated. So I'll send you the, um, the, the sort of walkthrough videos. Um, and yeah, see if it's right for you. It's, uh, it was right for us. I mean, we started doing, that was our first trip uh, in terms of Evertrek trip to the summit of Killy. And yeah, obviously we thought it was the first of many in in 2020, but <laughs> yeah. it turned out to be the only one. Well, we were supposed like hundreds of people were supposed to follow in our wake, but um, yeah, it was one of those where I didn't realise the 11 days that we were away was kind of crazy because it all happened in that 11 days. Yeah. So we kind of left the country like the day before I left, I bought a load of hand sanitizer, some wet wipes, a bit of toilet paper to bring with me, and then when I came <laughs> back, I didn't realise that the 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 value had skyrocketed. Well, it, it, it I was because it was due while we were away, wasn't it? That really, when we came back to the UK, it was apparent that COVID had arrived. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think at that time we hadn't really grasped what could happen. We, yeah. We, we, we were like, oh, I'd be fine, you know, face masks, you know, you know. We kind of didn't, I think, I, I can honestly say I didn't really take it seriously at the time. No, well, be, the, the yeah. thing is, at that stage, we'd been through it all before. Yeah. We had swine flu, we had SARS, and it didn't feel any different to those things. It was yeah. going to be in the news for a little while. Maybe you'll meet someone that caught it, maybe not, but probably the impact on your life is not going to be that yeah. great. And actually, yeah, we had no appreciation for what COVID actually was, and we were soon to find out, of course. You know, when we came yeah. back, everything had changed. You know, yeah. we landed at Heathrow, and, you know, I didn't realise that I could have... I could have paid off a mortgage with the amount of uh, hand sanitizer that I was giving away for free on the mountain, you know. But um, yeah. yeah, and obviously, you know, we're very appreciative and very lucky, I think, that we, yeah. that we went away when we did. A week later, maybe it wouldn't have been possible. I think you're right. Yeah, literally a week later, because I think I, uh, after getting back from Killy, um, I think we had things to do for a week and I was off skiing for a week. Yeah. Bit of downtime. And um, literally when I got back, it was the, I think it was like the 14th or 15th. And I think it was that Monday afterwards 
where uh, good old Bojo said, "Okay, guys, we're going to lockdown." Yeah, and it's just surreal. But well, I actually remember it. I remember yeah. the date. I remember the date that um, actually, fin- I don't know if it was lockdown, but I remember the date that, for instance, Nepal. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. When they shut down, they shut I was down over in France. Wasn't it I? was March the twelfth into the thirteenth. Yeah, I know that because it was uh, Lauren's birthday. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, Lauren, uh, yeah, exactly. Lady. Yeah, so we 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 had to scramble. <laughs> you know, to kind of get people who are on yeah. their way to the airport to let them know that it wasn't yeah. going to be possible. But do you know what? I think climbing Kilimanjaro, I was so fortunate for it because one yeah. of the things I'd always said is when you go on these trips and when you come back, you always have a sense of achievement, um, a yeah. renewed sense of energy and purpose. And that carried me through definitely at least the first couple of lockdowns, <laughs> you know, and I uh, something to remember, something that was still fresh in my mind. And you, you still have that feeling like you can conquer the world. Yeah. So actually going into lockdown was just another challenge at that stage. I'll be honest, I'm a little bit tired of it now. <laughs> feel like I want to get back out to Tanzania soon, but um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I hear you with that. It's, I think a lot of people, uh, I reckon a lot of listeners as well, are kind of feeling that right now. And, um, you know, if you've been joining us, I mean, I know we're on, uh, whether you're listening on Apple, Podcast, on Spotify, whatever you're listening to this, uh, maybe even on our website. Um, if you have been joining us on our uh, Tuesday tune-in on Facebook, we're always talking about keeping positive, looking to the future, yep. planning for when we can. You know, if you listen to any of our episodes, we're, we're always trying to be as positive as we can. We know it's challenging, you know. We're, we're individuals, uh, we're, we're people like you, and, um, you know, we can't wait to get back to the mountains. And, you know, it's not far away now. But anyway, don't want to talk about covid the whole episode. Well, so yeah, we, we've, we've introduced it. We've we got can... something that's been around a lot longer. <laughs> yes. Um, that's a lot bigger. Yeah. And um, a lot more positive. So, yeah, Kilimanjaro revisited. And Kilimanjaro is still there, amazingly, after all this time. I know. It's had a little bump, bumpy ride, to be honest. There was, a big, there was a big fire on it, I think. One of the, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's there was a fire and yeah, yeah. obviously a lot less uh, tourism than usual. But, you know, looking forward, looking positive. You know, yeah. I've spoken to the guys over there. They're sort of chomping at the bit for this to kind of yeah. get a bit better so nice yeah. well look um i think what we'll do is we'll we'll listen to a first um i'd say first couple of clips um i will play a few now if you're listening to this um i think the first clip is us on day three of the actual um of the trek if you like we're hiking from shira one um to shira two camp on Killy. so yeah have a little listen and yeah. um yeah we'll join you in a sec Carsten, we are on what was it day three, Dave? Day, day three of the Lamosha route on route to the Uhuru Peak. I'm excited, yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, it's good, it's good. I mean, if we're sounding a little bit out of breath, <laughs> it's because I think we're around three eight or something like that now. So yeah, altitude is starting to take its uh, its toll a little bit. It's actually weird. It's actually hard recording this, but no, no, it's um, yeah, it's fantastic to be on the uh, finally on the Kilimanjaro uh, trip. And, you know, it's got another five days to the summit, but the whole team's doing well, aren't they? Yeah, really well. To be honest, it's been, it's been, it's been a really cohesive group. Yeah. You know, we're, we're sticking... Well, I think there's plenty of banter going on. Yeah, yeah, we're all sticking together on the route as well, which is really nice, because we are really working together as a team, and I think that's making the trip, like, so much more enjoyable for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Oh, nice. No, it's been... Um, so, yeah, day three. So, it's a bit of a, a different trip, because you start off... Actually, in the jungle, uh, about 2,100 meters. And, you know, the first day, what did we go up? Like 500 meters? Yeah, it wasn't much. It was like 500 meters, yeah. So I think we started, what was it, about 2,000 odd and went up to 2,500, something like that, to Big Tree. Yeah, Big Tree. Plenty of bugs. So if you're listening to this, yeah, it's definitely a bugs. Yeah, I think, uh, (laughs) I thought that when we got to Camp One, we'd be above the mosquitoes, but. that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny, wasn't it? But I'll tell you one highlight, though, that night, just what we're talking about, was the stars. Yeah. It's amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You literally had stars in your eyes the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> or as Dave calls it, they could be stars or they could be... Go on, you yeah, well, 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 I said, uh, imagine if they weren't stars, but holes made in the box so we could breathe. <laughs> I get a bit philosophical at altitude. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> now the first day was uh, relatively easy the second day is probably uh, you know is one of the toughest days because you you kind of get in significant altitude I think we went up by 800 meters yesterday yeah uh, we went up to 3008 down to the camp which lies at about 3600 meters you know which is, is quite significant I mean if you've done Everest base camp 
you know, think of it as that's just above Namche. But, you know, we felt all right last night, didn't we? Yeah, to be honest, it was strange. Like, when I arrived at camp, I didn't feel the altitude at all, to the point where I was questioning the reading, you know, <laughs> and the signs. And um, yeah. But actually, when I, I went to bed, I felt fine. And then when I woke up, I was finding it, like, just getting in and out of the tent, I noticed, was... Uh, taking its toll so I think yeah altitude snuck in the tent at night and um got me <sighs> like a mosquito like the good old mosquito but no yeah we, we got a long day today well I say long it's long for Kilimanjaro because it's 10 kilometers but it's uh, across the Shira plateau so yeah. final destination of the day is Shira 2 camp Shira 2 Jesus out there I know that's why we had to stop yeah yeah um but no, so we're going to be doing some recordings as we go up um, throughout each of the next few days, and then we'll do one from the summit. And, you know, hopefully you can pluck something from this, or as you say it, did. Yeah, Galima Golden Nugget. <laughs> and, um, yeah, what do you think your highlight's been so far? If you had to pick one moment. Highlights. Um, you know what? I, I, I quite enjoyed the group. Yeah. The dynamics of the group, getting to know everyone. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I quite enjoy the banter that goes on, the malarkey. But yeah. You know, there's some nice people, and yeah. you're getting to know them and seeing why they've come on this this challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, especially these guys. They, you know, I'd say yeah, 95 percent of our people on this trip have actually done Everest Base Camp already. Yeah. yeah. So it's good to hear maybe their views on the differences between yeah. the two. Um, you know, which is quite nice, and also as well, just the personal challenges. Yeah. Like especially like James, like before this year, he hadn't really done much hiking at all, and yeah. you know, he's he's. I mean, he did a. I think before we went hiking in Scotland, he had done longer than three hours, yeah. and now he's going up uh, was, Killy, uh, and he looks strong as uh, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy did like a you know a winter crossing of Laragru in seventeen hours in one day. So, you know, he's a battler. Yeah. Um, but you can see that in him. But um, I think what's keeping him going because we should say he's a, he's a photographer, <laughs> a, rel- a, a relatively good one, and he's um, fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I was trying to be modest on his behalf, <laughs> but no, yeah, he's um, yeah, he's doing well. And I think, like, you know, you can't take a you can't take a bad picture here. Yeah. yeah, I think my I think I got a couple. Yeah, of what's yours, mate? I think um, do you know, what? getting getting to know the guides, the porters, and stuff like that. The yeah. food has been the best on any like expedition I've been on. It's good, isn't it? It's it's fantastic. In the camps, it's, yeah. it's been fantastic. We've got a great chef. You know, the effort they go to just to see what you know. We fall into camp, yeah, um, but the guys are often getting to camp and then walking probably an hour back. Yeah. to meet up with us just in case someone wanted their bag carried yeah know? and um yeah so it, it's great to see that and i also think this morning waking up at six and going out for a pee and, and, seeing, uh, and seeing killy for the you first know what? time yeah that that was fantastic wasn't it yeah. I, know. I just stood there with a, a mug of cappuccino yeah just looking up and thinking yeah that's uh yeah, we've got to climb that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I was sat there because they, they bring you a nice hot cup of tea. We're so spoiled. But uh, I was like lying in bed and I was like, oh, Andy, I got to do it. And I think if someone was on the outside watching me crawl out of that tent, it would have looked horrific. <laughs> like some sort of weird, demented yeti coming out of a cave, you know? Analogy of the week. You know? Analogy. Of... Well, weird, I, demented yeti. I was quite like that. Yeah, weird, demented yeti. Yeah. Take that. I think that applies for probably most of the people. See if I can beat it on the way up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot how just weird I sounded. Like, I mean, I, some of the some of some of the, the, those comments and analogies are, are, are peculiar. But um, yeah. no, it's interesting actually. Like listening to that because I'll be honest with you, I haven't listened to that since we put the podcast really? out for the first one. Seriously, I have some memories. Yeah, 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 a lot of stuff that um, it's interesting as well. Like looking back on how I felt there, how I felt then when we recorded the podcast, and yeah. and then and now a year down the line, you know. Yeah, and it, it's it's great. Like and. It actually reminded me of just how much fun I had. Yeah. You know, because... And we missed that, haven't we? Yeah, and that's yeah, what... And that, everyone, everyone you know, we, we were... I mean, the other thing is, and wow, like, we we did sound out of breath. I, but, I, yeah, I wrote... I, as we do, like to write notes. As, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, the first bit there, we're like, whew, whew, we're out of breath. It's only 3,800 yeah, meters. Yeah, I should say we're acclimatising still at that we stage, though. You know, we hadn't had time to sort of adjust to that altitude. Yeah, I yeah. just want to put that out there. <laughs> but uh, no, no, the altitude there, and we were walking up, um, I want to say up a bit of a hill, but I know that day's relatively flat. So, <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly. And it just goes to show that when you're altitude, it doesn't matter how many times you've done it. Yeah. It's the first time, essentially, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That uh, <laughs> you, when you're out there, you have to acclimatise and go through the same process, um, which you can't get around. Okay, you know, you can get altitude tense. You can you can do that. But I think generally, um, and the thing that we like to, to sort of stick to is the, the tried and tested, uh, you know, drinking plenty of water, going slow. Yeah. 
you know, try to acclimatise, uh, let your body acclimatise, give it time. You know, don't, don't rush into it. it, it it's not a rushing yeah. type of thing. Um, <laughs> I quite liked it then, though, when you said... Um, Altitude snuck in the tent and bit you yeah. during the night. Like, like I'm just yeah, exactly. I was fine when I went to bed. But that yeah. just goes to show what we say. You know, when you first arrive at altitude, not everyone feels its effects immediately. Yeah. I do tend to get like that. Like, I'll feel totally fine. I'll go to sleep in the night and then I'll wake up. And then the next morning is when I'll feel a bit out of breath getting out the tent and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was fascinating. I, I love the fact as well, like some of the things that are really prominent then are not things you really focus on when you get back, but it's yeah. nice to know what was important while you were there. Yeah. And one of the things I, I took from that clip then was the going in the group, Yeah. Um, having those people around you made seem to have a big impact. And looking back, I'm thinking, yeah, do you know what? If I was on my own or it was just a couple of us, it wouldn't have been the same. Having all those personalities to bounce off, having all those different people to talk to, to learn from, yeah. made a big difference. And um, yeah, I, I'm really glad that I went. And everyone says this, you know, whatever trip they do, wherever they go, yeah. their group was the best group. <laughs> they wouldn't, they would, and it's strange. You wouldn't, once you've done that trip with those people, the bond is strong yeah. and you wouldn't trade that for any other Group. It is. You, you, that's hundred percent. Everyone meet you. We meet or say, like, "Oh yeah, I got, I got a great group, great group." And it just goes to show that, you know, the types of people that take on challenges and do this kind of stuff are, you know, really good people. I mean, okay, you get your odd knob or two, but rarely on our trips. I mean, I've never really. I know we've chatted about this a few yeah. times, and we've had that sort of question of, "What about if you don't get on with people in your group?" And we're like, "I've never really seen that happen." I, honestly, I can't think of a time where mm. I've actually had to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, on any group of you get twelve people together in a group. There'll be yeah. some you're closer to and some you're not. But actually, it's r only sort of on trips like Kilimanjaro will you find yeah. that a random selection of people from across the country are put together who are all already pretty much friends. Yeah, you all arrived in Kili for the you know you all had the same drive, the same ambition to reach the summit. Now your motivations might be different, but that shared goal is what kind of bonds you. Yeah, and also. When you're on the mate and all of that trivial stuff that most people would perhaps disagree on is irrelevant. Yeah. You know, you're there to do a, one thing and one thing only. And that singular sort of goal is what um, brings you together. It's amazing. It's, yeah. uh, I, I, I miss it, honestly. That's one thing I really miss about, you know, um, old uncle COVID and what it's done is, is the lack of interaction with people and these trips and stuff. So... But like you said at the beginning, the light is now, I can see yeah. it, a little pinprick of light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, a, bit, a bit bigger than that right now, I think. It's, uh, it's, it's That hole's coming closer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, it was good. And yeah, we go back to the group and, and people like James who was battling on first time around altitude and, and probably the, the only one in the group that that hadn't been to altitude before. Yeah. Um, and it just goes to show that if you, if you do um, sort of approach it with a, a positive mental attitude, tackle it i know he had his, his moment or two yeah you know he, he'll admit himself um but he, he he did it and it was it was fantastic to see him do it but right won't spoil it anyway we'll, let's go on to the next clip um and now the next one is as we're heading towards lava tower which i know was always an interesting one and yeah. it was the day we, we reached baranco so how we doing dave yeah pretty good mate pretty good another day another day yeah on our way to uh baranco camp it's quite, you know what, today I was thinking, like, we're, we've gone, we've gone up about 370 metres already. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't feel that way. No. What would be a nice, 4-3, something like four, that? 4-3. Four, 4-3, three. Four, three, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I've had a um, bad day yesterday, I think. Yeah. Headaches, nausea and stuff like that. Unusual, I've never had it before, but uh, this morning I've uh, started on the Diamox. Yeah. Um, it's always important, I think, to have it there as a tool, you know. Well, that's what it's there for, isn't it? It's all about yeah. the summit at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. know what it's like. You want to do <laughs> yeah. it, you know, the, the old school way. But ultimately, mate, it's all about if we get there. No, yeah. It's been looking good. after the body. Yeah. Oh, but it's been really good, hasn't it? It's, it's, it's kind of, thinking about the, you know, the other trips we've been on, it's a lot more rugged, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, especially the environment. Like, we've reached, so in Kilimanjaro, there's five zones uh, in terms of environmental zones. We're actually just arrived into zone four, which is Alpine Desert. So there's not many plants. And yeah, it's got yeah. quite, I quite like it. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It's like walking on the surface of Mars in places, you know. It's like, we're just walking through this. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Could be uh, cough. No, Killy cough. 
No, this is the killy cough, isn't it? <laughs> well, I had a bit of a sore throat this morning, but... Yeah, I mean... Um, nothing I, a strepsil can't solve. At this day, usually on any trip when you get over 4,000, yeah. it's when the altitude starts, like, chipping away at the group, you know? Yeah. Um, so a couple of niggles. Well, I know one of them um, sort of struggling. There's a few tears this morning and... Yeah. You know, but that's all part and parcel of the journey. If it was easy... No one would do it. You know, it wouldn't be the same, would well, it? Well, exactly, yeah. I mean, you know... I think, but what I really like about it is though, that we're all still stuck together. Yeah. You know, I know when we spoke um, previously, we were thinking that was a really good thing. Yeah, but it's some, really good. Sometimes when altitude plays its hand, though, you know, people tend to speed up or slow down. And, yeah. But no, we're all st- sticking together, helping each other. It's been good. It's really nice, isn't it? I mean, you know, even if people are sick or there's any altitude issues, like, um, it's quite interesting actually to see. Um, how people deal with the difference because the profile's different here isn't it like yeah. we go higher quicker although we're going to go down so we're, we're going up to 4.6 today to a place called Lava Tower which is on the Lamosho route you can get it via the Machame route as well but um, basically then you go down to 3,900 yeah so you know classic you know Nepalese way of climatising as well yeah. isn't it I think but it works the only difference for me was um, I don't know I'm, I'm not used to gaining this much altitude this quickly yeah um, so yeah I feel like I've never had altitude problems before, really, except for the odd headache. Yeah. So it's actually quite interesting from like a personal experiment, you know, yeah. to see how I cope with it. And um, yeah, it's just a bit of nausea, um, headache, pulsing behind the eyes, you know. Some yeah. of that will be due to the pressure difference as well. Um, but yeah, no, I feel I actually took a Dymox this morning. I feel much better today. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel like I got a little bit of power back in the legs, which I was lacking yesterday on the uh, climatization hike. So yeah, it's really good. And it's, it's important, isn't it? That, you know, at the end of the day, you get, if you're going on a high altitude trek or, or a climbing expedition, you're going to feel this way at some point. It, it, but it's important not to worry about it too much. And, yeah. You know, don't think, okay, it's, it's, it's trip over. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, the moment it happens, you know, you, there's, there's, you know, we, we always talk about this. You know, there's plenty of ways to manage yourself for altitude. Yeah. Sometimes you can get unlucky. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You know? Um, well, well I, I think that's it. I mean, you know, I've been drinking loads, doing everything right. Yeah. And yeah. Just, you know, I think no matter how fit you are, it's always an unknown quantity. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, James, who's never been to altitude before. I know. He's doing so well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's trooping on. I think, um, I think he's adjusting well. I think actually the hardest bit's for him. Um, it's going to be the way down, isn't it? Yeah, and, and maybe more the, fi- the, the physicality yeah. of the track in itself is tiring, but actually the altitude-wise, he's he's looking solid. So quite yeah, impressive. I'm quite looking forward to it. I mean, this is going to be, um, you know, like this um, podcast is going to be a, a two-episode podcast. So this is part one. I'm excited to see, you know, who makes it to the summit. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening, you know, definitely um, you listen to the second episode. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be on the summit with you doing a uh, podcast. <laughs> you will. Yeah, exactly. I'll drag you but no no it'd be uh, no i'm quite excited and look you know we got a tough couple of days ahead um you know and yeah we'll uh we'll, we'll speak to you in a couple of days yeah exactly um i mean today's a tough day mm. and we're about a third of the way through it <laughs> so, i know typically so, i was like come on davis do some recording yeah, so maybe maybe we can pick up at the end of the day and be like okay guys man down <laughs> <laughs> all right and to be continued yeah see you soon guys so yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting one, wasn't it? It was you, you could tell we we stepped it up a little notch there. Yeah, exactly. I, it's funny, like listening to like <laughs> some of the inconsistencies. I was like, oh, I felt fine the day before. And the next day, I'm like, no, that was a bad day. So I think <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. just altitude, you know. Um, but looking back and and particularly listening to my voice there, I still feel strong, strength yeah. in the voice. Still, you know. So what I, I wouldn't go as far as to say I had altitude sickness, but it was interesting because I've done base camp uh, in Nepal and multiple times and never needed to take Diamox, never really suffered yeah. anything like what it's, what I've seen people go with. And then on Kilimanjaro, I think, I don't know, it's just that that one particular day where I just felt like I had no, no strength in my legs. Maybe I felt a little bit hungover, perhaps, you know, yeah. like... Not was that I was, the feeling? That, that was that, yeah, that's the feeling, not, not the reality. <laughs> but the yeah. feeling was just a little bit hungover, like not yeah. like seriously bad, but just, you know, you know, when you wake up and you've watched the rugby and you can tell you've had a few, but you're not throwing up or anything, but you don't feel, yeah, yeah. Many times. you're not firing on all cylinders. <laughs> and yeah, and that's kind of how I felt there. Yeah. And um, that's when I'd, I made the choice to take Diamox was because, and Diamox, is, we could do a whole podcast on like yeah, yeah. adjusting to stuff yeah. like that. But um, Diamoxing, if you're not aware, is a drug that um, wasn't designed for altitude, but actually yeah. has been used for 
I don't know, decades by high altitude trekkers and climbers who, because it does help you adjust to altitude, yeah. helps you acclimatize. And I'd never used it before, although I'd always carried it. Um, and yeah, I decided to take just half a pill in the morning, half a pill in the evening, just to see if I could just make, make a difference. And I think it did. Oh, it certainly did. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about there that, you know, altitude was chipping away at the group. Yeah. You know, naturally, you can see it. You can see, especially then, because, you know, only... I think this was the fourth, third or fourth day. Yeah. Just thinking that. And I was thinking, geez, man, we're going all the way up to four, six. I mean, if we were, we would, if we were thinking about the Everest base camp trek, that would be essentially day eight, which is Lobuche. Yeah. Almost, you know, and you're at the same height. It just, you know, it's very different way of doing it, but you, you can't get around it on Killy. Yeah. Because of the way the landscape is, um, you, you can't really get around the lava tower, which is, which is where we were heading to on that recording. Yeah. I mean, Lava Tower was amazing. It was actually yeah. one of the things I was really looking forward to seeing this sort of giant sort of formation yeah, yeah. on the mountain. And um and it was yeah, the altitude is it was interesting. Like Killy's no joke, man. It's no joke. No, it's not. Like I think it has this tendency um to be perceived as easy because you yeah. can see Chris Moyles and other people climbing it for television. And then you 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 do know that a lot of people go there every year to do Kilimanjaro, but actually yeah. to to not take Kilimanjaro seriously and to think that you're going to breeze it yeah. is is a fool's errand, really. You know, it's a serious yeah. mountain. The altitude is serious, and yeah, it was um, that that's what that was. But I will say that although we were talking about altitude there. The it wasn't the be all and end all. It was manageable. Yeah, it was the, manageable. It was yeah. very manageable, and it didn't sort of take away from what we were doing. You know, yeah. so getting to Lava Tower, seeing that formation, having lunch at Lava Tower, and yeah. just like looking around the group, and everyone's like, "Oh God, let's get down to <laughs> camp." You know, it, it's still funny. Yeah, no, great stuff. And I, I suppose that that leads us on to the next audio clip, which is um, after Lava Tower. Uh, I think we're we kind of might be descending, or we're getting close to Lava Tower. I can't. Can't remember, but um, yeah, we'll we'll play that clip now. Um, yeah, this is certainly an interesting one. Yeah, if I remember, um, and yeah, we'll chat about it in a sec. Just tell me how you feel again. Dizzy, very dizzy, and a headache at the front of my head. Yeah, um, slightly on the top and behind the eyeballs. Um, yeah, ride it out, isn't it? We got climate. This is like our climatization, like pretty yeah, much. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah, it's not um, debilitating. It's just when you have like a little dizzy spell. Yeah, you feel like you're a bit nauseous, and then it kind of goes away, and you feel alright again for a second. So yeah. I'm riding those waves at the moment, but um, yeah, uh, we got about 20 minutes left hiking, I think. Yeah, and then, bit of lunch, and then get some I'll, hot tea. I eat something and drink something, and then we yeah. go down. Quite a lot, like 500 meters. That's more. I think we get to four six. Yeah. And then we go all the way down to three nine. So it's almost yeah. 700 meter drop. No. <laughs> Happy days. It's an interesting experiment because I've never had, <laughs> I've never had these symptoms of altitude before. So having them for the first time is, it's quite interesting to document for myself. You know. Yeah. I'll be able to describe it better to people now when they ask me about it. <laughs> so every, every cloud. Good man. <laughs> That's quite an interesting one. Yeah. That one. <laughs> Every cloud, you know, I may feel terrible, but at least I can describe it better. But um, yeah, it was. A, do you know what? Listening to it, it's all. I'll be honest. Like, because you haven't listened to that since. I haven't listened to it since. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. Right, there was almost a little bit. I don't know whether it's ego or what, but there was a little bit of like, oh, don't say that. <laughs> like, why? Well, shut up, man. Why are you telling everyone? But but actually, no, it's important. Yeah. yeah. Because um, hopefully, like someone who's like who goes there now and has this yeah. in the back of their mind can look back and say, well, you know, spoiler alert, I did get to the summit. Yeah. I felt great after that day. Yeah. Like I didn't really have any problems. Um, so you will have ups and downs with altitude and yeah. don't throw the towel in too soon. And I think mindset and having a sense of humor is a big part of it. And um, I think one of the things I learned from Kilimanjaro that it it's equally important to be physically fit and mentally up for the challenge and have the right mindset. Yeah. But if I could only have one, I would choose the mindset. Yeah. Because there's no way around that. You know, like if you, if your body's not fit enough, you can kind of force yourself to do things. But if your mind isn't right, yeah. you can't 
there's 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 no second mind to force the first one, you know. So well, it's what controls everything else. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fit you are. If your mind's not there, you, you know, it just it's not going to work. Exactly. You've got to yeah. get that right. We always talk about. I think you said the other day about exercising. The, the muscle in between your ears is is the most important. Yeah. And it's literally, you know, I, I do think it's equally important to have both. But if I could only yeah. have one, I would choose. Yeah, yeah. I would be mentally strong and physically weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is how I would is how I would go about it. Because on yeah. days like that where the body is not firing on all cylinders. Yeah. You rely on like, I mean, I, personally, I think like having a laugh, making fun of yourself, yeah. even in the even in the most dire of feelings is is the way forward. And um, yeah, I actually remember that now vividly, where we were, what we were doing. We were walking uphill yeah. towards the actual lava tower. Yeah, that's right. Where I we were going to have lunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what was really strange? Is like, I didn't, not everyone, I think, has all of the symptoms of altitude. Yeah. Because, as you know, and I've never lost my appetite on any trip. No. And I think I ate all my chicken, half of your chicken, half of other people's chicken. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was starving. But, it is. Um, it is. It's weird listening to that because it does it does feel like only yesterday, essentially. Yeah. And you know, you're talking about some of the things you were feeling there. You potentially feel a bit nauseous when you. I love when you said behind the eyeballs. Yeah, it's like, yeah. because it, it does feel like that sometimes, doesn't it? It's like throbbing almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what you said is really true there. Like, look, if if you if you head into altitude, this is part of the journey. Um, you are going to get some of these symptoms, especially on this route. Which is the let's be honest about that. It's the slowest route. Yeah. Like you go on any of the other routes, it's going to be worse than this. Yeah. So this is is as good as this gets, really, on Killy. Yeah. Um. You know. So be prepared for that. But don't let it scare you. It's just your body adjusting. And as you as as we talked about on there, once we get to Lava Tower, um, you know, you drop several several hundred meters after that down to the Branco Camp, and you know that does make a hell of a difference. Where we all yeah. We all felt better. We all felt a million dollars. As soon as you see Barranco Wall, where it's kind of, uh, you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to, to get up that thing yeah. and, and what the view's going to be like. And um, Which leads us on to the next clip because the next one is just after we climbed Barranco Wall. Yeah. Um, and I know me and you, we both like, we look back on it and we talk about it still is that that's one of our highlights of the entire trip. Yeah, wasn't I, it? I was really looking forward to the Barranco Wall. Yeah. And when you see it from the camp, you can't immediately pick out the route and you think, yeah, you can't, and you, you think, how am I going to climb that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're thinking like, I need ropes, I need Isaac, but actually there is a yeah. path. It's like something out of Lord of the Rings, you know. And um, Emin Muil. Yeah. Really, that's probably my geeking out a bit now. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> that's, another, that's another podcast. <laughs> but, um, Good man. Well, but, look, let's, uh, let's, let's listen to that clip. And um, yeah, so we're on top of Branco Wall. You might even hear someone else on this podcast, uh, this clip. But um, yeah, we'll chat to you in a sec. That was hard, wasn't it? <laughs> I've got my first switch. <laughs> Always good timing to switch on the recorder when Dave's eating. Mm. And Steve. <laughs> it's it's a recording, uh, Steve. You have to make a video. Yeah, Steve, Steve waved. Yeah. No, so um, Steve waved, he's absolutely battered. Should we tell him where we are? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, top of the Branco wall. Most fun part of the trip so far. Above um, the clouds as well. Look at it. It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Yesterday was a real tough day. Yeah. Really tough. I think we all, like even me, I was feeling a bit iffy going down. We went up to 4.6, back down to like just over 3.9. But yeah, yeah. yeah, somehow just getting to 4.6 just absolutely broke me. I was I had headaches. Yeah. I was dizzy. Um, I could still eat. Because, you know, I can eat. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm glad to say I feel a bit better today. Uh, Diamox is certainly doing its doing its business. Yeah. But um, this is definitely the highlight of the trip so far. Yeah, it's fantastic. The top of this wall, wall is insane. It's tough as well. Like you, you've got some, you get, you get some parts of it were actually quite um, hairy. But, I mean, there's one section, they call it hugging or kissing wall. So, pretty much you hug it, give a little kiss and you're on your way. It's yeah. probably the most, probably the only bit that's got a little bit of exposure. But other than that, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, no, I mean, bit of a slog. Yeah, no, it's taken us two hours to get up here because we've we've gone pole pole. Yeah, and um, but it's it's worth it. 
I mean, if I couldn't see the ground beneath me and I was looking out to the horizon, that's it's like weird. I'm, it's like I'm looking out of an aeroplane window. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's insane. kind of it feels like you're on Everest or something. Absolutely amazing, but uh, but um, <sighs> yeah. Got a tough couple of days now. Two days to well, the summit. This is the last night before base camp. It's crazy, isn't it? So we have one night at this um, Karanga. Uh, Barafu. Barafu. And um, it's Karanga or Barafu. <laughs> we'll edit that in. Karanga tonight, Barafu tomorrow. Yeah. Then and, it's um, uh, summit. Then it's summit, yeah. So this is the last, uh, well, last full night's sleep, really, before we have to get up at midnight and hit the summit. Oh, it's going to be crazy, isn't it? Hitting the summit feels anything like getting here. Yeah. 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 Oh, it be, will. It's going to be awesome. It will. It'll be amazing. No, I can't wait. But, um, all right, well, we'll touch base in a bit. Yeah, uh, say bye, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, top of Branco Wall, that was... Uh, it's weird listening to that. You, you kind of... I can almost see the view that yeah. we could see then. Still one of my favourite uh, yeah. highlights of the whole trip. Because I wasn't expecting it. I don't know why. I just thought we'd kind of get to the top. Yeah. And then you'd be, like, just carrying on, you know? <laughs> yeah. But there's, yeah, a, yeah. but there's is actually, like a little summit plateau on top of the wall where yeah. everyone rests and you just look out it's onto steep, this. It's steep, isn't it? It kind of yeah. looks like a drop-off, if you like. You just, but you look out onto this stunning view, yeah. like almost level with the clouds. And honestly, that was like, I don't know, you couldn't get more of a juxtaposition between yet between the day before. I felt yeah. fantastic. I was like yeah. firing on all cylinders. I felt great. I Maybe Diamox. Maybe. Always speeds things up. Maybe that it? was yeah a bit bit of Dymox, but uh, but yeah. And what, what's interesting there is we tried to get Steve to talk, but um, we we actually switched places and um, yeah, it was he, it was he started to go downhill. Didn't yeah, it? yeah. Really? He he had just arrived uh, in Altitude Town and was bedding in for the night. <laughs> but um, that was amazing. One thing I remembered on there as well, it was almost yeah, yeah. like a party atmosphere on the top. And yeah, yeah everyone so, was dancing. And, like, yeah, yeah. even the guides were playing a bit of um, Little Richard. You good know, memory, good uh, memory. And um, yeah, it was Lucille um, by Little Richard he was playing Jesus. on there. Yeah, it was great. Honestly, I, at that moment, I felt like, yeah. right, let's get the deck chairs out, get some beers and, <laughs> and, and, and stay here. But um, yeah, that was, yeah. Do you know, just thinking about it now, I can't help but smile. That was that yeah. was a really good time. That was actually the moment as well where R- Roche, who was with us, yeah. um, offered me a suite and she had this little bag. And that's when I realized what she'd done. She so the trip is um it's like eight days yeah and she had had eight little bags each with that day's snacks and a positive message to herself that is I love that yeah so every day she opened the bag yeah. and read a message and and it was like you know remember why you did this keep yeah. going you do and you're that type of thing and yeah I was like fair play it's pretty good yeah pretty I mean, good if that's what it takes to to keep you going. You know, sweets and a positive uh, message. What a great idea. For I mean, me, mate. It's any, a, anyone in the listeners use that? Yeah, know. it's a sweets and dye marks for me, mate. But actually, <laughs> yeah, that was the only time I've... That, that was the only trip I've ever done where I've used it. And um, yeah, I don't yeah. regret it at all. And I'm almost glad that I did because I wanted a, a full experience of all the yeah. aspects of the trips that we do. But that was amazing. I love that. And, um, well, I think it's good as well. I mean, I know you've, you've mentioned this to a few... Well, quite a few people on the lives... Um, asked about Diamox and, and now you can talk from experience on the way you've used it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've had a lot of Evertrekkers use it over the years. You know, even it's just, it's a really safe thing to use. I've yeah. had family use it. I've had really close friends. I would use it. I've, 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 I had one half a pill once in Gorak Shep and Everest Base Camp because I, I was just having a bad night. Um, other than that, I haven't really used it. So I, I haven't felt the effects. Yeah. Tingling face, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> it's Eating weird. More. You know, there's... There's obviously things that happen as a consequence of taking it. Yeah. But it's it's a tool. And I think what you said before, if you've got a headache, you'll take a headache tablet, right? Yeah. If I've got a bad knee, I'll take an ibuprofen. Yeah. If altitude's the problem, I'll, I will use Dymox if I need to. Because yeah. to me, it's not... The, the Getting to the summit of Kilimanjaro, getting to the summit of any mountain or whatever trip you go on is not, for me, an ego trip. Yeah. I'm not doing it to prove myself against the mountain. I'm doing it for the life experience. Yeah. Nice. And... You know, I'll use whatever tools I can in order to gain that experience, you know. And I think the vast majority of people take it. But honestly, once once you just make that decision and you, and, you, and you start enjoying yourself and you start feeling better, you don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. And you just start to have an amazing time and you realize that, what, what was I worried about? This is amazing. <laughs> um, but look, moving on then to, to the next clip. And this is um, 
So the next one, we're in Barafu camp, which is essentially Kili base camp. This K- is where, KBC. KBC, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. This is where we, uh, you know, we try and get a couple of hours sleep before we start the summit climb. And, you know, I know I know we were really excited. I think one thing I remember is that we, we, we'd seen a couple of people come down. Yeah. And some of them had to turn back because it was really bad weather. I think that previous night, it was like a thunderstorm, wasn't it? And, yeah. And we that was on our minds because we were thinking, oh, you know, hopefully our summit bid will be okay. Yeah. Um, but right, I'll, we'll go into the recording anyway. And um, yeah, we'll see you in a sec. So... KBC, yeah, we've reached uh, the day, finally. Barafu, Barafu camp, yeah, so um, yeah, if you can hear any background noise, it's uh, it's quite windy, raining quite hard, yeah. there was a storm last night. Um, a big one. Yeah, had a little bit of a Pink Floyd concert in the tent, <laughs> <laughs> all the lightning flashes and stuff like that, but um, no mate, it's good, I'm excited. What I'm going to do is just um, put my phone on silent, because <laughs> that's just beeping. No, but it's been an amazing journey, hasn't it? I mean, we've had a tough couple of days really um like steve um you know our, our sort of videographer he's been really bad yeah um maybe lack of energy i think and you know it, it's hard because when when one person sort of goes down you know with altitude issues or is really struggling it can affect the whole team can't it i think it can yeah partially because i think when you are a solid you know we like we've been saying that you know one of the good things about this trip is we've been none of the team have been further than say you know five meters away yeah. 10 meters away you yeah. know and i think when one person you know has to fall back to manage themselves you feel like something's missing yeah part of the dynamic isn't there it's different isn't it and um and steve obviously is a big part of the trip because he's been documenting it for us and people yeah. are used to having him there and seeing him and talking to him so i think yeah we were all a little bit worried yesterday but um was it he said to you this morning oh, i loved it yeah <laughs> well it's weird like me and steve have fallen into this little routine like that when i get out my tent to go to the toilet or in the night he's he's already there he's just outside <laughs> and i got out the tent this morning to go to the toilet and he's just stood there and i was like how are you feeling steve and he's like i'm going to the top <laughs> and uh that's the way yeah i was like ask the hammer <laughs> yeah. no i'm glad when you came into the tent and told me that i was like Thank God. Yeah. You know, he's because his, his oxygen levels were really good, weren't they? They were one of the highest in the team. But I think because he hadn't eaten for a couple of days, yeah. naturally, when you're hiking, you know, when you're going up six, five, six hundred metres, it's going to hit yeah. you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I don't think it's altitude related. I think it's fatigue no. related. <clears throat> um, yeah, a little touch of diarrhea and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, All so, part of the journey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But he's good anyway. So we're, we're back to full strength today and it was actually really good. But it, today was a little bit tough. It's a short day. It was only like four hours of hiking. But basically when you get to 4,600 metres, even tiny shoelaces can be bloody hard work. Yeah, exactly. I just, yeah. I just got out of the tent to go and, uh, funny enough, give Steve some Harry Boat Tank Tastics I had going. Yeah. And when I got back in, I said to Andy, I was like, you think you've adjusted to the altitude <laughs> until you have to get out of your tent? Yeah. <laughs> and then you realise how hard life is. No, it's, it's nuts altitude. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, it's one thing I've learned on this trip, though. It's um, obviously it is all about the summit, and that's tonight. We're going to start early. We're going so wake up at ten p.m. Leave at eleven. Leave at eleven. Hoping to make six o'clock, six a.m. sunrise on the summit ridge. Um, we're all super excited, aren't we? As soon as we saw some of the pictures, yeah, our guide Yessie showed us. Yeah, it was kind of like. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you've been in high altitude, how many times you've been on a mountain, you get butterflies. Yeah, exactly. I, I suppose it's weird. I haven't had butterflies at all this trip. Yeah. I've just been, you know, going day by day. Yeah. And then it sort of hit me at lunch that actually tonight's the night we head for the summit. Yeah. And I was like, there's no more days. It goes bloody quick though, doesn't it? Yeah, it has Even the Lamosha route, like we've chosen, you know, quite a long route really. Yeah. Compared to most people. I mean, I've got to be honest, I probably wouldn't do it any shorter. No, no. You know, way. with I mean, even I had a sort of banging headache the other day with a lava tower. Yeah, lava tower was the toughest day for me. Yeah, um, getting up to um, Barranco. Yeah, Barranco was, was tough. Was really Barranco wall though was amazing. Yeah, it was really good fun. Um, it's one of those things I think, like you know, that like it seems dangerous and it looks dangerous, but when you're doing it, it's not dangerous. It's, no. it's just it's fun and doable, and I think the team needed that. Yeah. Because it was a little pick-me-up. Got a scrambling involved, you know. Yeah. Put the tracking poles away. Yeah. And when we got to the top, um, the view was, like, spectacular. Yeah, it we was. The first it? time we were above the clouds. And um, everyone was 
seriously happy yeah, and buzzing you could see and it, you? jumping and taking pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. Although my picture took three jumps, which uh, <laughs> I nearly I nearly collapsed from the hypoxia. But <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I bet you did well. Even Steve, though, because that was Steve's bad day. Yeah, and he, you know, even he got to the top. But yeah, it was Branca Wall. It's um, yeah, you're on day five um, of the of the Kilimanjaro, the long way trip. So yeah, it is. Um, is a beautiful part of the trip. Our favourite yeah, moment, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. But yeah, I mean, lava tower day though. Oh, I don't even want to remember it. A gruller. I, don't... I think if you're going to do this trip, do the lava tower, you're going to feel crap. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you gain so much altitude. Yeah. And um, it's weird. On, on all my previous trips, I've never gained altitude that fast. No. And I think there's no way. That's one thing I've realised about Kilimanjaro is that you are going to experience altitude in yeah. a slightly more sort of heavier way. Yeah. You know, like I think when you go to trips like, um, you know, Everest Base Camp, for instance, they've got it so sussed out yeah. that the route is easy. Yeah. Well, not easy, but, you know, in terms of altitude adjustment. It's, it's perfect it, for climatization. Exactly, yeah. yeah the profile. Where, where Killy, this route is the most... Uh, safe way to acclimatize yeah, but it's still hard and it's, but it's still damn yeah. hard um, I, think, I mean yeah, we go got, I mean look at it we summit on day seven yeah I know um, and we go up to nearly 6,000 meters it's crazy it takes us eight days yeah to get to 5364 in Everest Base Camp so yeah. that the, and there's no way around it you have to go higher quicker in order to do that so that's what took its toll on me Lava Tower Day yeah I, I just wanted to it's a bugger isn't it it's absolute bugger. Sorry for the yawn there, trying to get some oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> but no, you can't get around it. I mean, because of the the lay, the land, the geography of the land, you can't get around going, you know, you just can't go around Lava Tower. You have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Even on the longest route there is. So, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're going to do Killy, if you're listening to this podcast and, you, and you're going to do Killy, um, yeah, it's, be prepared. It's, it's like three and a half days in. You reach 4,600 meters. You're not there for long, maybe an hour. So your body acclimatizes to it. And then you back down to more or less 3,900 meters. So it's a big jump. Yeah. And it's good because then we've got here today at more or less the same height as Lava Tower. And we all feel pretty good. Yeah, we? I feel fine today. You know? Um, obviously, you know, the usual altitude symptoms. Out of yeah. breath. <clears throat> moving around and, you know, getting your tent sorted. And, yeah. you know, when I say that, I'm not. we're not erecting the tents. But, you know, getting all the baggage sorted and stuff like that. Blowing up the mattress. Blowing up the mattress, hard. yeah. That is hard. <laughs> that is hard. I had stars in my eyes one night when I was doing that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, to be honest, it's been amazing though. One yeah. thing that struck me about Killy is like for, for for one mountain, it doesn't have have like a lot of different landscapes. Different, I've yeah. lost count of the amount of landscapes I've had. Yeah, like day to day, like today was like walking on the moon. Yeah, it was. Y- yesterday we were walking through. We had trees and you know <coughs> rivers and stuff like that. Yeah. Day before that was more like the moon. <laughs> you know, it's strange. It's really weird. It does change a bit, doesn't it? Like, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm super excited about tonight. Um, you yeah, know, and obviously. Listen to the next part of the podcast because you'll find out. Find out we made it, yeah. <laughs> but you know, fingers crossed. All the team are doing well. We 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 we're going at a good pace. Um, you know, so we have no doubts. Fingers crossed the weather holds out. Yeah. Because we had a big storm last night. Um, it's very windy. Speaking to some of the teams, come down saying that uh, you know they almost had to abort the summit because of the wind. Yeah, quite a lot um, of people turned around last night. I think. Yeah. On the way to the summit, um, which must be bloody tough but you know at the end of the day safety first but yeah we're gonna manage it and i'm sure we'll be fine and uh yeah we'll, we'll get a summit yeah Kilimanjaro. Awesome. well hopefully yeah fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> right see you in a bit all the best so yeah that was uh barafu kbc there was it was very windy when we got there mine wasn't it it was the mic thinking back to it the microphones are too good and they don't they don't give a <laughs> they don't we were sat in the tent there with the wind and the rain yeah. and it just sounded perfectly normal Sounded we we both sounded remarkably chipper there though. I thought very excited. I can yeah. tell. And um, do you know what? I I wish I was back there with that anticipation of what's going to happen before the summit. Yeah, I I think knowing and I think one of the lessons to to kind of share um, with with all the listeners now is that you know I wish I I got more sleep that night mm. um, before the summit bid because I think that was one thing I struggled with just. You know, being someone that loves sleep, yeah. Um, you know, you are tired anyway because each each day accumulates on the body, yeah. And yeah, you do feel tired. And I, th- but like you said, we were really excited. You could you can hear it in our voices. Yeah. Oh my god, we're gonna climb Killy! You know, we, we can you can hear it. Um, but yeah, it was, and 
I think it was good that a lot of the team were kind of at the similar level that stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, Steve had, had, had feeling better. Not amazing, but better than he was the previous yeah. day, which was great because I think we were all a little bit concerned about Steve. But, you know, as a team, we, we kind of battled on. And when we when we got to, to Brafu and, and at that moment, um, yeah, we were excited about Sunday night. Weren't we? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't get a wink of sleep. It's hard to sleep at Barafu anyway because it's quite windy where yeah, we were because we yeah. were quite high. Barafu is like on a sort of a narrow, well, it's quite a wide ridge, but relatively narrow compared to most camps. Yeah. And we were at the top of it, which meant that we had less of a walk. You know, people at camp lower down have to walk even to start the climb yeah. where we, we didn't really. But yeah, no sleep that night. Like it was like, I mean, that's what makes Summit Night a challenge, I think, because yeah. it's not just nighttime, it's not just cold, it's not just high altitude, and it's not just lack of sleep. It's all of those yeah. things. There's a lot and, of different um, factors, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of the, you know, it's one of those mountains. It's the beginning of the mountains that require a summit push and a nighttime push in order to get up and down because it's 12 yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, we set oh. off at about 11 o'clock at night, and we made it back to Barafu at around 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then you've got about another hour's kit before you start another four and a half hour walk back down. But summit night was, I remember setting off, not a wink of sleep, but feeling like rearing yeah. to go. I wasn't, I wasn't tired at that point. It hit me afterwards. Yeah. That's the way it hit me. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, we'll listen to the, when we're at the top of the summit and you could probably sense how tired we are. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, but it, it certainly hit me during, uh, I'd say... When it got to about 5 a.m. in the morning, we'd already been hiking for, say, six hours. Yeah. Certainly hit me then in terms of uh, almost falling asleep on my trekking poles. Probably still did. I probably did it's, fall asleep for a I, second or two. You know? I remember I remember looking back and seeing yeah. you walk up, and it was clearly a man that was like, is he is he sleepwalking right now? <laughs> like, it's great. I was having but, a dream. No, no, no. I just, uh, it was, yeah, yeah, you it was, dreamt, it was dreamt you were lovely and warm at home in bed. Nah. <laughs> I was on the summit. Um, but right, yeah, which which leads us into the next clip, um, which is uh, we just reached the summit. Um, you know, we'd have a bunch of pictures, you know, a hug, five hive, a lot of tears, even some alcohol, a um, little bit of alcohol. And then we, we turned back and then that's where we switched on this next recording. Yeah. Um, when, yes, it's a little bit windy, this one's, but so we might have to turn the volume down a little bit. So do be prepared. Um, parts of it get a little bit windy because it wasn't the weather really did come in. Um, so yeah, might want to notch the the audio down a little bit, um, but parts of it really cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll chat about it in a sec. Dave, hello. It's done. It's done. <laughs> Dip off. So I'm taking a Manjaro, and I I've got to say on record, the hardest thing I've ever fucking done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was. Um... I've lost the words. That was hard. That was really hard. Yeah. I think it's 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 it's, it's a lot of things. Obviously, lack of energy, uh, lack of sleep. I mean, but God, you, I I struggled. You know what took the energy out of me though was the it was the wind. Yeah. Man, I, the only thing I I tried to think was that the wind was just turbocharging air into my lungs <laughs> to try and help with the altitude. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely. Definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. That was uh, that was a meaty trek. It was, wasn't it? That was brutal. That said, but the thing I'm most proud of, everyone made it. Everyone 100%. did. And I mean, there's a couple of people who probably could have turned around. Yeah. Um, you know, but they're pretty yeah. And they uh, <laughs> and they made it. Hundred percent. I mean, shout out to everybody that made it. Uh, special mentions go to Steve and James, I think. Yeah. Uh, lesser men definitely would have turned around. There were points when I felt like turning around just because I was so tired and cold. Yeah. But it's one thing I think that I underestimated about killing. Sorry, well, we're still at a, still yeah, at still a high. Still at 5,000 meters. Yeah, yeah. It's quite um, high. One thing I underestimated is because you know, you're so familiar with it because it's been it's easier. Yeah, you, you, you know, you've been hearing it for years, it's commercialised. You think it's easy, yeah. but it's not. not is it? And the, the difficulty is that because of the nature of the mountain, there's nothing in the preceding days that prepares you for summit day. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> absolute savagery. <laughs> you know, we were up at uh, 
10 o'clock, they're 10 p.m. We started hiking at 11 p.m. We didn't actually get to the summit until probably more or less half six, yeah. seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think it was around 6 6 So maybe that gives you a bit of an insight into how freaking long it is. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there was some small contrast going on on that time. Yeah, I think in, on another time we probably would have cancelled it. Because those winds were yeah. I mean, yeah. we pushed on. If it was an everyday training weekend, we might have thought twice about going yeah. up the hill. But we're not uh, here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. It's great to be here, you know, about 5,800 metres. Above the clouds, walking on the snowpack. It's amazing, but you know what? Like, uh, as hard as it is, Falling asleep pretty much yeah. on my hiking, on my trekking poles. Re- reaching, reaching the peak, yeah. touching the side. Oh. Like all of a sudden, all that fatigue just disappeared, and it was just a. That was a few tears, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, overwhelming <laughs> sense of achievement. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. What am I going to get? Yeah, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah, it's been an amazing trip. Um, you know, we'll share what I learned when we're back in the office. This journey, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, I'm just watching some people unfold an Evertrack banner. Hey, <laughs> always good to see. Yeah, it was just quite nice. I was looking at that banner when I was like, Who's that? <laughs> I know, it's great guys, are not they? I honestly couldn't have done it without them. No, I could not have done it without them. I mean, they've been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Put the hand away, mate, before yeah, it goes I black. It's off now. Yeah. <laughs> See you soon, guys. See you soon. Bye. So yeah, Dave, the uh, the summit that was it's quite it's weird listening back, isn't it? And it was, yeah, it was quite windy then. I hope you could hear. Yeah, I how mean, we, how we felt to get the full effect. I think if you sort of um, have a walk-in freezer or chest freezer, just sit in there. <laughs> Turn a fan on Brilliant. and then try and do a podcast. But um, yeah. no, that was amazing at that point. I remember that because the sun had risen yeah. and I was genuinely hoping when the sun rose on Killy, it was, it was the best sunset I have ever seen. Sunrise? Sunrise, sorry. The best sunrise I have ever seen. And um, yeah. it immediately then white out. Like it was like, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. we didn't have any view. It was like the inside of a ping pong ball. <laughs> and it was cold. I remember your hand holding the phone so we could do the recording. And you were yeah, like, you were was, like, this is cold. It was. Uh, it certainly surprised me. Um, and you know, thinking back to to that moment, there was a, there was a couple of things, and I'll sort of share now. Looking back on it, I think that it, it is all about summit night. There's nothing that I think you said in the recording there that precedes it that prepares you for summit night. Yeah, and I think you have to be conscious of that. Like, um, you know, don't underestimate that. Yeah, um, I think I'd certainly take more layers. Uh, than I did previously, or maybe uh, thicker gloves. Certainly, I, I think I, I only had uh, quite thin gloves. I think if, it, if next time I do it, I'll certainly be having um, thicker gloves yeah. just for my hands. I know a few people were struggling with that. Well, yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> it was definitely cold. I was quite unlucky because I was happy with the yeah. layers that I bought. The only thing I wish I bought was like a soft hood because the noise was like pretty intense. And as you, as you said there, it's about a six, seven hour climb and it was windy pretty much 90% of that. Yeah. So the wind batter in your ears is a bit of a challenge. But again, what I mentioned earlier about it's yeah. equally important to be physically fit and mentally strong when you do these challenges. But if I can only have one, I would choose the mental side. Yeah. And something like Unkili, I think, is exactly that. Yes, of course, it's going to be tough physically, yeah. but it's mentally quite grueling to be that tired and cold and you know it's high altitude so you really do have to tap into you know some sort of inner strength there to get up and honestly what it's different for everybody what gets people to the top is different i find the whole thing incredibly fun you know so it it was fun wasn't it i think we we look back on it um especially after the last 12 months and you know i i I wish i was there now even even though it's challenging i think if you're the type of person that's into to track in um, you know, climbing mountains, whether that's in the UK, whether the, you're climbing maybe some 14,000ers in, yeah. in uh, you know, in the Rockies and the US, wh- whatever you're into, I think Kilimanjaro is, is something that you um, you should give a go. If you haven't yet, give it a go. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever forget that. I remember like it was yesterday 
Some of the other parts, it's nice to have my memory jogged, but actually that moment on the summit when we were doing that, I'll yeah. always remember that as clear as day. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was, and, it was um, funny. It was strange, though. K- Kilimanjaro, it's funny because it was, um, excuse me, <coughs> it was really cold. Killy on, coffee, yeah, a bit of Killy coffee. Killy yeah. coffee. Still got it. Yeah, yeah, still got it. And it was really cold up there, but I remember almost getting sunburned on the last hour of the hike back to camp with the, the sun Whoa, came but up. As soon as the clouds went away, we were like, wow. I was glad because all the water in my bladder started to melt so I could get a drink. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, luckily yeah. enough, our guides, um, they bring um, a flask of hot water so you can yeah. rehydrate. And it's really important to get as hydrated as you can before you do it because yeah. if it's anything like it was when we went, your water will freeze. Yes. Yeah, good point, actually. I think. Yeah, if you're taking um, uh, obviously a day pack, yeah, that the it can freeze, especially if you have like a water bladder. Um, it, ca- it it can freeze on the summit if you go in a certain times of year. But I would one thing that sort of helped a lot of us is that uh, the number of porters that come with us, yeah, and the assistant guides and the guides. Obviously, you've got we had the SER head guide. Um, we had about five assistant guides and then loads of porters. Yeah, is that don't. <laughs> Swallow the pride. If you're struggling, give the bag to them. Yeah. They'll follow you. They'll look after you. It's, you know, that's, that's, that's what they're there for. Yeah. And they treasure that. And you know what? It makes it a hell of a lot easier if you are getting to that struggling stage. Well, exactly. Once again, it's not about, it's not um, an ego trip. It's, yeah. uh, it's an experience trip. Yeah. So you shouldn't let anything, including pride, stop you from reaching the summit and getting that achievement and yeah. feeling that exhilaration of reaching the top of Africa because it is amazing. And the guides and the porters that we use, it's one-to-one support when you go up there. So yeah, yeah. Um, you have a porter there that, and whose whole job is it is basically just to kind of like shadow you, look after you. I mean, you don't feel like hounded by them. You've yeah. got personal freedom. But at the same time, if you're a bit tired, if you just want someone to hold your pack or, well, you'll get something out of it for you, like a gel or something to eat, they're there for you. And it's those little details that make things a bit easier. Um or, or maybe if they don't make it easy, but, you know, they make it more, yeah. just more of an experience. And, uh, wow, yeah, just thinking back to that now, I can't wait to get back to the top. <laughs> I know. Well, look, um, I mean, we've 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 covered the, the whole sort of trip there. We've kind of revisited it, if you like. Um, and, yeah, I, I suppose a couple of things to, to finish off with, Dave. Um, you know, I was thinking another hardest part is the highlights. And I, I know we talk about this a lot. Um, you know, on the Tuesday tune-ins uh, over on Facebook. But what would you say, yeah, looking back now, after a year, what was your highlight of that entire trip? Um, let's take reaching the summit as a given. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Personal highlight of that whole trip? I think it was... It's, it's kind of twofold. It's really hard to pinpoint what it was, but I, I really, really, really enjoyed reaching the top of Barranco Wall because it was like a party yeah, atmosphere, yeah, yeah. particularly for me as I felt a bit rough the day before and then feeling my feeling my energy come flooding back and yeah. having such a fun day was was great. Um, yeah, I'd probably choose that. But other than that, <laughs> I think it was – I don't know. It's, 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 it's more of like a sort of holistic feeling, really, looking back on just my experience with that. So the group whole of people, trip. the whole trip. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that's a cop out, but honestly, when I look back on it, like those people who I went with are friends for life now. Yeah. And the experience and meeting the guides, and I think the highlight really is is what it's done for me. It's, you know, coming nice. back into lockdown, coming back into COVID, yeah. and having had that experience has made me far more able, far mm. more sort of stronger mentally to be able to do a lot more things and. Nice. Yeah, that might be a bit waffly and a bit sort of, ooh, but actually that's it. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, in terms of my favourite parts, I mean, yeah, it goes without saying the summit was amazing. Yeah. Um, it was it was fantastic. And it's like any of our trips, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me, when you, when we get to like Everest Base Camp, um, Annapurna Base Camp, whatever you're going to do, you know, Mount Tupacal, Machu Picchu, getting to the, the, the sort of pin, the X on the, the map is fantastic. But I think there's one thing definitely we've learned from from all the trips, and I know a lot of Evertrekkers share this same feeling, is that it's it is about everything in between the journey. Yeah. And I like this this trip because it is about the journey. It was fantastic the preceding days, going through that landscape, learning a bit about the environment as well, like that Kilimanjaro is actually three volcanoes. Yeah. You know, I didn't really know anything about that. You know, all the different parts to Kilimanjaro. You know, yeah. five different land zones. 
you know, like the alpine desert, you've got the glaci- glaciated regions, you know, all that, the jungle. So all that different stuff. And, you know, so I, I kind of know where you're coming from when you say about a holistic point of view, because then I, I think about the group. And on, on any time I come back, I always, uh, you know, it goes back to my backpacking days. I loved meeting new people because like, I went travel on my own. And these kind of trips bring that back. Yeah. Kind of like the the love of meeting people, getting new friends, you know, friends to be discovered, he used to say. Yeah. Um, and now, like you said, you know, they're going to be friends for life and we can go on other adventures. And um, yeah, but I think, yeah, sharing that summit with other people, shedding yeah. a tear, having a big hug, it lasts with you forever. Exactly. Um, I mean, you know, look at it this way. It's been, we set the WhatsApp group up for our Achilles climb, maybe six months a year before we climb Killy. Yeah. It's a year hence, and it's still the most active group on my WhatsApp. Still a lot of banter that goes Still on a lot of banter. Be- <laughs> and and yeah. that's, that's, that's a testament to, you know, what, what you go through with those people when you go there. Yeah. And I do believe that, uh, you know, an experience shared is an experience gained, you know, so. Nice. And doing it with you guys like I, it would have been an amazing achievement on my own to tell other people about but yeah. having shared the experience with you and with all the other guys and yeah. the trials and tribulations the ups and downs and then all being able to celebrate together and come back down safely and go on to other adventures is is amazing it's it's a giant feather in the cap and it's a great experience. And it, it, you know when you see those posts and it says, this restored my faith in humanity? <laughs> yeah, honest yeah, to God, yeah. it, it, I, I, I don't mean to be too cliched or grandiose about it, but honestly it did. I came back and I felt amazing yeah. about, and so positive about things. And um, that's what I mean, that positivity I gained mm. from hanging around with you guys, from going through that hardship, from reaching the summit, yeah. carried me through harder times when I got back. Nice, Dave, nice. Well, look... Um, I mean, with 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 Killy, uh, luckily, as, as you as you could have heard on some of the clips there, we were talking about Steve, um, and Steve put together. Um, he's our videographer, and he put together the Kilimanjaro: The Long Way, um, which is basically about just over a ten minute video of the entire trip. But it's fantastic. You know, we got some of our ever trekkers talking about it. We got um, links on the summit. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. So have a look at that. I put the link in the show notes. Um, so check that out. It's uh, it links to our YouTube video. And, you know, if there's anything else, do email us, you know, drop us an email, uh, info at evertrek.co.uk. Um, and as I mentioned earlier on, you know, if you do want, if, if, if Kilimanjaro, if this sounds like something you want to do, if you're, you know, like most of our evertrekkers, that's you love a challenge and you're nuts and you're a little bit different and you, and you want to go through some pain, um, then, you know, we'd love to have you obviously with us. Download that uh, Kilimanjaro guide and I'll, I'll read out the link again, but it is in the show notes. And that's bit.ly forward slash Evertrek Killy Guide. And uh, that'll give you a complete walkthrough in, in, in terms of um, more videos. And, you know, it goes about saying as well, if you've listened to, to the, the podcast today, any of our previous episodes, and you've enjoyed it, you know, uh, leave us a review. It makes a huge difference. means we can reach more people, um, you know, with regards to this. And, you know, we want to make sort of trekking um, like challenges like Kilimanjaro reachable for everyday people. Um, so yeah, if you feel like it's helped you at all, even if it's, uh, as Dave said earlier, gleaned a golden nugget from it, um, out of what we've talked about, then great, you know, do leave us a nice review. Um, and that takes us on to our final word, Dave. Yeah. Finally. I mean, final word. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the final word, never, never, the, never word. the final word. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Kilimanjaro, I mean, it, look, it's an awesome trek. And if it's something that you would love to do, then don't hesitate to get in touch with us um, because, you know, if you want something to aim for when all of this is over, when COVID yeah. is done, then go for it because it could it could honestly be life-changing. And what you'll get from it will far outweigh everything that it costs to get there. Um, you know, net gain <laughs> from doing it. So, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's all I would say, honestly. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're interested in trekking, if you're interested in climbing, if Kilimanjaro is even remotely on your radar, then don't hesitate. Just do it. Get in touch and let's go because, honestly, it will it'll change your life. Nice. All right, Dave, that's the final word. Final um, word. I'm not going to add any more because I want you to have the final word this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,